Hey everyone, welcome to another week of Awesome Amazing Living. My name is Kayla. I'm a graphic designer, yoga teacher, and comedian. Here's Leslie J. <laughs> I am a therapist, mindfulness enthusiast, uh, kind of gardener, you know, jack of all trades. Yeah. Uh, today we are talking about creativity and I'm so yeah. excited about this because Kayla, you're in a creative field yeah. as a graphic designer <sighs> and comedian and arguably a yoga teacher as well, yeah. right? And I am a, in a not so creative field. Uh, traditionally, right? Yeah. Unless you're like a creative arts therapist. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. You're usually not supposed to embrace any kind of creative method. Creative, creative liberties. <laughs> no. Just freestyling some therapy. Yeah, exactly. So um, <laughs> I think it's it's such a cool dynamic that the two of us have yes. here. And we were talking about creativity before. Yeah. And um, how uh, people who are in creative fields might – dare I say, like, take for granted their yeah, creative sides. probably. And I, I really wanted to touch on, like, the, the creativity that we experience as children that we lose somewhere along adulthood. Yeah. Uh, so that's what, yeah. what we're talking about today. Yeah, and it's funny. I feel like you're looking to me as an authority. I am. This is how I feel when you're like, Leslie, you uh, know this. You're the therapist. And I'm like, oh, no. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm just a graphic designer. I don't you're really. not just anything. Ugh. Um, yeah, I... I feel like I might get a little squirmy this issue. You already are. That's I'm, cool. I like it. Um, It's just... It is interesting because I don't think of I don't know I haven't thought about it too much I aside from like maybe I would say maybe the past like year Mm -hmm. um but yes I have I guess I've always been kind of creative in terms of like um I think I Instagram the other day my third grade Halloween costume I I made converse sneaker yeah I made a larger than life size converse shoe out of cardboard duct tape fabric and garbage bags that was impressive I mean so that's like I gotta like tip my hat to like third grade me I made that all myself there's there's an interior secret candy compartment with a lid um in the toe (laughs) naturally um Uh, but also like I was looking at that photo and I was like man I really I really made everything. Like, the fabric, I had to dye the fabric. I used, I, like, it's so interesting. I was looking, I was like, man, did we, did I not have, like, access to, like, (laughs) other things? Because it's like, I sharpied the garbage bag material to have a black line on the bottom. And it's like, it's just. so cool. Well, that's like, I'm kind of like, man, I guess, like. You are impressive. I was kind of a cool little kid. Yeah. Um, and then the next year, I think I was a pelican with, like, an, a working, like, mouth and flap oh my that, God. like, came over. Yeah, I don't That's know. That's pretty awesome. And I, I will, yeah, in recent years, I also make my own Halloween costumes. I, actually, oh, this is, I. whoa, this is ironic. I was going to ask wearing, what that is. I am mm. wearing. Are you a cheetah? Salamander. Um, there's, a, there's a towel <laughs> that goes with it. Um, uh, I like to make my Halloween costumes. I like that, too. Um. Mm. And so it's interesting because I feel like I find kind of creative outlets there and I also knit yeah. and like make up my yeah, own patterns yeah. and stuff. 
and do crafting and DIY stuff. So when I think about like creativity as like, oh, well, you're a crafter and you're creative, and I'm like, no. Like, so how do we define creativity? Let's let's start there because yeah. I feel like that's a loaded question. We were initially yeah. talking about does creativity equal artist? Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that's just that's a wrong definition. You know, yeah, to no. me, creativity is the act of making something mm-hmm. right like creating yeah um and that could mean so many different things yeah right that could literally mean almost anything like yeah I felt super connected to a creative side of myself when I was farming mm-hmm. and I so physically I'm like touching dirt yeah like watching yeah. shit grow this yeah. is amazing but also I think by like by proxy I'm connected to a a deeper sense of myself that kind of is more open and free to be like oh how about this cool thing for a group topic or a blog topic or uh whatever yeah the pressure's Uh, off yeah exactly you're just like in this kind of free space to be Mm -hmm. like yeah I want to do this yeah that's interesting and I find that sometimes with the videos that I make and it's funny because like part of me is like I don't need to worry about the design as much because it's about the video which I should design everything I do. <laughs> but that is that. Should you? Well, so this is kind of, we've spoken about it a little bit um, before recording. Like, that's kind of the pressure I put myself on my, I put on myself as a graphic designer. Mm-hmm. I feel that everything I create has to be perfect. <sighs> yeah. Kid. Kayla. I know, it sucks. <laughs> uh, that's, I mean, that's absurd. There, it, it is. It's impossible. So you're yeah. setting yourself up for something yes. impossible because what is, what is perfect? Yeah. And this is also, this goes back to, we linked this article a few weeks ago, but um, the need for shitty work. And it talks, mm. the article talks about how it's so important. Like, and I feel like today in the digital age, um, Everyone has pixel perfect Instagrams. Their life uh. looks perfect. So it's like, even, yeah, even my Instagram, I, I like kind of curate to you, an extent. You've mentioned that before and it still blows my mind. So I've started um, looking for it more in like, you know, those professional Instagram or people's yeah. things. Like it, there is this like pattern, this mm-hmm. very um specific way it's calculated yeah, yeah i yeah. was gonna say contrived but i feel like that has a really negative connotation yes. but it, it is something that's like well are are you creating if mm. you feel that sense of should or judgment or pressure i don't know that's interesting that's interesting because i feel like so i am a graphic designer and I always say that the reason I am not an artist um, is because I really like the restrictions and the challenges Mm. that are presented in graphic design. Like, I like being able to problem solve when someone is like, "This this is the size, this is all the copy we need on it, and I want it to be purple. Like, so it's incorporating all these different elements and problem solving within that. Mm -hmm. Whereas, like, I hated and still hate the assignments where it's like, do whatever you want. I'm like, nah, nah, nah. Like, just give me something. Oh, see, I like that. Oof. Mm -mm. It's so intimidating and scary to me. It is. So we were talking earlier about um, a lovely little... uh, undertaking uh that I had to yeah make or paint something for Mm -hmm. a friend and 
I'm going to call my husband out for a minute because <laughs> uh, this was this is the shit I'm talking about yeah. when we as adults are like, I'm going to do something creative. And it's like, what? Yeah. Like, who are you, you to be creative? Exactly. So I um, yeah. I painted a cherry blossom tree. It's so cute. Not that that matters. It could be a piece of shit. And it, it could should be. Exactly. <laughs> I probably wouldn't have given it to them if I thought it was a piece of shit, but right. whatever. Yeah. Um, so the point is, I like I had this idea mm-hmm. and. And I was feeling really frisky on Saturday. And I'm like, <laughs> Creative, creatively frisky. Exactly. I'm like, I'm going to go to Michael's. That's why you were at Michael's. That's why I was at Michael's. Um, and I'm going to get all the different colors of paint mm. to make them a cherry blossom tree. Because I love that. in my heart of hearts, I was like, it, whenever I see cherry blossoms, I think of them. Mm. They're getting married next month. And I'm like, that would be, a, really and they're, they're thoughtful people. I'm like, I would like that. Yeah. So I'm going to fucking paint with sponge paint. I love it. Uh, that I've never done before. I'm going to make this yeah. painting. And I go and tell my husband, who's largely 99.9% <laughs> of the time supportive, and is like, oh, that's so nice. Yeah. He was like laughing at me. Aww. And he's like, that's random. And I'm like, damn, man. You like really shot me down. I bet because he would be afraid to create something like that. I think so too. I think so too. Because that's the sh- that's your exposing your vulnerability a little bit I 100% agree yeah. and so I told him one that sucked that you laughed <laughs> um two I'm gonna do it anyways and it's gonna be fucking great yeah. um and three laugh at me again and I'll punch you in the face yeah. <laughs> no but um I did tell him like hey this is it's important for me to be able to express myself creatively yeah. and it's something I reminded him that I learned while being on the farm yeah. and that I like really want to be more in touch with and he's like you're right. I'm sorry I shot you down. Um, mm. You're going to do great. I love that you had that conversation. Oh, yeah. I had that's to. So impl- I, I think that's just – it's so important and so wonderful when you can have those conversations and just be like, hey, you know what? Like, let's work on this together rather yeah. than like, you were a jerk and I'm going to be mad at you forever. No, exactly. And I think I yeah. really could have easily been like that. And yes. that's – I find myself defending my creativity Um in like let's say writing or like really? being like oh this is just a one-off or if someone's oh. like I really liked what you wrote I'm like mm, it was garbage what yes <laughs> I'm gonna say something yeah that com- kind of comes along with like compliment accepting compliments yeah and being like oh this is great and saying thank you yes period rather than like ugh, thanks it took me like two seconds I did it really yeah quickly, which I am a I'm guilty of doing that all the time or saying like they didn't really mean that they were just saying that to be nice yes uh trust what other people are saying people don't go out of their way typically to say something nice to you if they don't believe it that's true i'm skeptical of that but that's true that's your yeah yeah that's my inner judgment um 100 oh that's i love that you did that and i mentioned that like I also made yeah like a little I like watercolored this little it, it was so card. beautiful uh, but see in my head I'm like ugh this is gross like I think it's you set yourself to too high of a standard yes. I think for your creativity yes because I do I see professional watercolors and I'm like oh well that's where I need to be at oh really yeah. you're a professional watercolor no. <laughs> what 
That's a good point, though. That brings up such a good point to say the comparison piece of if it's Mm. not professionally done and I'm in an artistic field, why am I doing it? Oh, this is tapping into a deep vein. I know, and I can can so relate. Like, I, so I wrote an article that got published in Elephant Journal, Mm -hmm. and someone was like, I think my mom or my grandma was like, we have a writer in the family, and I'm like, what? (laughs) No, we don't. I just happen to have written one thing that is not like I can't accept that as a part of my identity because I am not a real writer quote unquote like I don't even know what that means yeah um but that's that's something that's really hard to accept like okay I can do something and have it not be on this professional level um and that it's still okay I have many feelings on this subject because that is <laughs> well it's similar to I feel like our conversation on identity like yeah for me and comedy I feel that pressure because I'm like well what what's the point if it's not good Ooh. what's the point That's and a I good, think a really good point that is really hard for me to justify because I like doing yes (laughs) because just because yes because it's like because it feels good I know because it's an expression but that's so hard because it's like well if you're just putting out shitty work but it's not shitty that I think that and I still have kind of a stigma against that um and there I'm gonna gonna be open with my judgments here but so there was an episode of magic lessons with Liz Gilbert where she was talking about um, this woman, I think, was, like, a dancer, mm-hmm. but, like, Ooh. kind of, like, casually did I don't know, she, she identified as a dancer, and immediately, I feel like I was so judgy, and being, Ooh, like, I would do the same, oh, man, like, I wonder if she's a shitty dancer, like, yeah, what if, like, what's the point of that? And, like, can you classify yourself as a dancer if yes. you're not professional? Yes. And I just, it Ugh. made me, I mean, it kind of made me feel like a terrible person for judging this woman. Oh, I totally Because it's you. like, I, ugh, I don't want to judge people like that, but it's because that's how I judge myself. Exactly. Because I don't allow myself to do the things that I just love doing yep. for the sake of loving doing it. It has to serve a purpose. Oh, that's, that's such a big key component of what our blocks are. And I will yeah. tell you that I stopped. I danced most of my, like, youth. I didn't know Yeah. That. And I would never call myself a dancer because I was never in the company. I was never, um, I was never confident enough to do competitions. Mm -hmm. I was on the dance team and I would say I used to dance rather than I was a dancer or I am a dancer because the connotation that comes with that is one, you're going to be a professional. Two, you're going to do it all the time. Oh man. Right? So when, oh, this is so funny. So when we do our intros, Kayla and Mm -hmm. I had talked about like, well, what, what do we say with who we are? Yes. And Kayla was like, well, I can't say I'm a yoga teacher. Yeah. Because, you know, I only teach am one I? Class a week. I only teach one class a week at Zachro Yoga. Like, And I'm like, you know what? You fuck that. Yeah. You are. And I struggle with saying like, am I a gardener? A farmer? Yeah. Yes. That's something that I love doing and something that I think makes up part of who I am. <sighs> so yeah. do I do it currently in a farm capacity? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. But it's something that is 
true to me. Yeah. Right? And I think the yoga piece is really true to you. Yeah. And it and it is something that I am doing more, um, which I love. And that's like, oof, it is, this is fascinating. Because it's like, <laughs> it is, it's just hard. And this, it reminds me of our conversation on, yeah. on identity, like how we identify ourselves. And I think part of it is, for me, I feel pressure to kind of like I don't want to say social media um but like I think with so many people finding success through their hobbies Mm. I am finding the pressure or I put the pressure on myself that I need to that's how hobbies are like hobbies become successful like Really? Businesses okay. or something. Um, they which, can. Well, and so that's something. And for me, I'm like, Ugh, but I like I like doing way too many things. Oh, so then like you're stuck. Yes, because it's like I, all right, if we're subscribing to Malcolm Gladwell's like 10,000 hours. Um, I don't know like, who that is, but I'll write oh it Oh, my God, really? Um, so it's Malcolm Gladwell's book, Outliers. Um, and he's speaks about the theory that to be kind of an expert at anything, you need to have 10,000 hours of practice. Interesting. And it, like, he goes through, I mean, so Malcolm Gladwell is, like, um, like, kind of like an, I'm going to butcher this, an analytics person. Like, he's very numbers-based, so he, like, looks at, like, the Beatles had 10,000 hours because they started when they were, like, 13. Steve Jobs. Like, all of these kind of, like, these experts in their field Mm. have put in... 10,000 hours of time and practice. Wow. So for me, 10, I'm like... 10,000 hours? Like, what does that even equate to? How many years? Oh, it doesn't... I'm not... What am I, I talking don't. about? I don't... It depends on how fast you do it, I guess. I don't like that. I'm going to say... No. So thank you, Malcolm <laughs> Gladwell. So that's where, in my head, I'm like, well, how am I ever going to be that's an, an expert at all standard. of these things? Yeah. Like, if I have... All right. So if we can pare down what I like doing to just yoga, graphic design, and comedy, which is, like, not even, like, I also like knitting. I also do DIY. I also want to learn how to, like, flip houses and build a tiny house. Tiny house, house, yes. Like, yeah, there is this very, like, subtle undercurrent of, like, well, I'm going to have to put 10,000 hours into all of these things Mm -hmm. to be the best. And that is also something I think we spoke about in the, like, first episode is, like, yeah, needing to be good and be the best oh, things. That's so hard. So, okay, what I want to do is let's go back. Back yeah. to our childhood in which yeah. thinking about my creative self as a child, I drew the most garbage, <laughs> like, clothes. But yeah. I loved yeah. doing that. Mm-hmm. I, I thought I was going to be a fashion designer yeah. when, like, daisies on jeans were really big mm-hmm. and overalls. Like, I think they're starts. coming back. Yes. Um, <laughs> but that was something that I spent loads of time mm. doing. I Like, I can vividly recall mm-hmm. the stuff that I did, and I, like, I would make – I would just create these like weird things Mm -hmm. and I loved it and trying to trace back like when when does that go away Mm. when does that become something that you no longer do and I think what you're (sighs) speaking about with learning and it's a learned thing it's cultural that we learn we that if you're going to pursue this 
is it worthwhile? Yes. Because what what is it going to amount to? Mm -hmm. This idea that it has to mean something for us to continue doing it. And I get it. There are limited hours in the day. Right. 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 But at some point, I think maybe through, I would say – end of middle school, high school, mm-hmm. when other things start becoming more important. Yeah. We, Getting into college. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Um, we kind of forget that creative side, you know. We forget mm. that kind of anything is possible mentality. Yeah. Um, and even younger than that, like my niece is six mm-hmm. and she is so – creatively expressive like she'll be like I want to wear this outfit with like this top or dress and these leggings and you're like that does not match (laughs) at all but she feels fabulous and she'll sing she has this confidence when she sings like she doesn't maybe know the words but she Uh, sings anyways and it's it's amazing to see that and it's so saddens me to think like that will go away Oh. Right? Yeah. Like, I'm not going to crush her dreams. I'm not going to be like, hey, you're not going to have yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. But I want us to, as adults, like, re-harness that, you know? Like, get back into that creative oh. spirit because I think so much positive energy and so much sense of self yeah. lives in that creative side. Yeah, and I think that's so oh, – this is something I've thought about. Like, similar to the uh, Magic Lessons podcast is, like – when do yes it's like when do you if someone is not good at something Mm -hmm. like if there is like a kid a young kid who's like not good at art yeah like when is constructive criticism helpful Mm. and when is it crushing because Mm. I think I mean and we had this conversation the other day like I was saying I love constructive criticism. Yes, and I hate it. I I mean I like it when I know that there's that I can still make changes and mm-hmm. that like especially if I'm not aware of something, but if it's something that I'm like done and dusted. Oh yeah, there's I no point. Want to hear about that? I like constructive criticism when I know that it comes from a loving place. Yeah. Not from a judgmental yeah. place. Um, but I think when when we're talking about children, like, yeah. let's say, okay, this kid's not a good artist, which first of all, what does that even mean? Right. But um, if you have a vision and you're like, <sighs> yeah, I, I love doing this. It makes me happy. Like, I would say as an answer to that, could it be when they're trying to pursue that professionally mm. and they're maybe getting shut down again and again and again? And is that even right to be like, hey, you're not that good at this? Because it's like, that's their expression and that is their, like, I feel like it's this negative voice in my head that like, not everyone can be successful. Like, not true. everyone is going to be the best singer in the world or something. Very true. But it's like, I think that's such I don't like that I have that perspective and I feel mm. like that's such a kind of negative way to look at things. Well, it's it's also it's just um it's it's closed, right? Yes. Because yes. there there's a spectrum of creativity yeah. and while I might not like like I really like street art, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I I like that kind of stuff yeah. way more than modern art or classical art mm. is that even a thing yeah. I don't know yeah like we ugh, Brian and I on our honeymoon went to Florence uh-huh. everyone's like you have to go to the Uffizi and you oh, have man. to go to this place and you can spend a whole day there so because we thought 
because everyone said this is what you do we were fucking miserable we hated Florence and we're like it's all too arty blasphemy (laughs) sorry sorry art history minor (laughs) listen it's not for me and I'm cool with that yeah I am so cool being like um I like food and I would much rather spend time eating someone's creative expression of through food than viewing this art that I'm supposed to like. That's an interesting concept of the supposed to's. Yeah. And I – It's not – it doesn't have to be for everyone. Like, I saw the Sistine Chapel. Sure, it's beautiful, but I'm not going to sit there and be like, oh – this this is like the the whatever it's sorry I'm like no, killing that's you right so now. Interesting. It's so interesting. There's different things for different people. Yeah. That's very interesting because for me like again I feel like this is ugh, like a gross kind of pretentious attitude mm. but it's like oh I mean I think street art I think there are people who do it very well. Um sure. But again, it's like there's that judgment of hate like, it. yes, I know, and I hate it. Because it's not a Banksy. It's- oh, I don't <laughs> care about that. I just care about like, oh, it's interesting because I think, so for me, the Sistine Chapel would be mind-blowing because it's like the sheer craftsman and like also what it represents in art history, how it was just like. Oh, yeah. See? I was the, like, this is cool. Check. How like the figures were drawn and how that was just, but. It is interesting, and I do, yeah, it is hard for me to, like, yeah, just be like, well, they just want to make to make. Yeah. Like, like to I'm me, not going like, to be no, Michelangelo, be and I'm cool with that. Yeah. I'm not aiming to be, mm-hmm. right? And, and I think that's the difference in what we unfortunately do that's really hard on ourselves yeah. is when we compare our creativity to someone else. Yeah. And even like food-wise, I love cooking. That mm. to me is a wonderful creative expression. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> this sounds so bad. Um, so I like to do things without a recipe. Mm. Brian likes to do things with a recipe. Yes. Um, and I, I'll kind of be that judgmental person and be like, oh, well, I'm more creative uh. because I can just like freeform and go, you know, yeah. make this something and it tastes wonderful and it's great. But is that really true? No. No, I'm a dick for saying that. Yeah. I'm a dick for believing yeah. that. Yeah. You know? That's how, yeah, that is how I feel about like poo-pooing on people who are not classically trained because it's like and that's I also don't I don't think you have to be classically trained to be an artist or a graphic designer however I will say something that I think is challenging as a graphic designer um I remember there was there was someone that I knew who took graphic design classes in high school Uh and I remember being like that's a that's a thing and like it's also interesting and this is again a pretentious mindset is like we're working through so much of our own stuff i know um no but the fact of like okay so now that like everyone can have photoshop everyone can Mm. be everyone is a designer Mm -hmm. and that to me is kind of like ah that like kills my designer heart a little bit because i'm like no there's actually rules and things that like are good to at least like you don't always have to follow the rules obviously but it's like it's good to maybe have an awareness um but i actually just read this 
um, book that I have by James Victoria, who is a very kind of, I would say, like, he's a renegade artist. Mm-hmm. But he's, I, he's a graphic designer. And he ugh, just, like, does the fuck what he wants. And I, I that. appreciate that attitude, especially in the design world. Like, he, like, hand draws everything. But it's, like, it's not... Like, and it, it's not, a, it's not a Michelangelo. Yeah. It's very, very rough, very, like, And he probably visceral. owns it, right? 100%. And that's, like, oh, there's, there's so many good quotes in this book that just are really about just doing it. Yeah. Just doing it and doing it with passion and believing in Ooh, it. And I, I love think, that. That's yeah. what creativity is about. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Having that creative expression mm-hmm. of something that you're passionate about. Yeah. You know, maybe yeah. maybe your creativity is like having a deep conversation mm. or an intellectual conversation yeah. about something. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be this traditional, oh, I draw, so I am creative. I yeah. don't like to sing, therefore I am not creative. Yeah. I think creativity is such a broad spectrum of different things and speaks to kind of what we were talking about last time which is trusting yourself and knowing what that creative expression that is that's right for you Mm. you know that reminds me I went on this retreat last year and I met this woman who's an artist and I was like oh man that's you're an artist like Mm -hmm. that's like your full-time thing and she was like yeah and I was like that's amazing Mm -hmm. because in my head I would have so much challenge with justifying mm. just being an artist and pursuing that with all my heart, yeah. knowing that it might not be financially profitable. Oh, well, that's that's another big thing. Right? And so that – and, like, and that kind of made me, yeah, be like, oh, interesting, because she was kind of like, yeah, I'm an artist. And I was like, but you're, like, making it work. Like, you're, like, fucking killing it. <laughs> And she was like, yeah, I guess. And, like, just the fact of, like, I don't know. It just kind of blows my mind a little bit. It's that leap of faith into something. And I I am not saying by any means that we are recommending people, you know, follow your dream and do something creative for your career. If that's how it speaks to you. Right, 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 yeah. Sorry, Miso's uh, being really loud. It's all right. I think it's just so... Oh, man, it's just so interesting to have, for me, just to have this preconceived notion of, like, oh, no, yeah. if you're an artist, like, if you're an artist, you're not going to make money, and, like... Oh, that's, that's true, too. That's a really defeating... Like, I It is, and that's, and I find that so much, we were talking about earlier, how, like, when I do personal, so, like, yeah, I'm a graphic designer, that's, like, my day job, um, and... It's so hard for me to do personal projects because mm. it needs to be perfect, and it's it's just it's a very unrealistic expectation I put on myself. Yeah, I mean that's all that's also true. That's definitely consistent with like the knitting that I do. I oh. also want it to be perfect, and same with the videos. Like perfect for who though? Because I know. it's it's one of those things that I think. When you set that standard for yourself, you set the bar so high. Yeah. Is it really for yourself or is it for other people? Others. Yeah. <laughs> I like how you answer yep. that. Yeah. Uh, but it's so true. It's something that, like, I, all right, for example, I 
when I started my practice. Mm -hmm. Um, I was sitting in a box without windows Mm. um, and fluorescent lighting. And it was so sucky. And I'm like, something within me is stirring for something different. And so part of like what I do with my therapy practice is I go do walking sessions. Yeah. And I consider that. I guess to some degree, some kind of like creative expression. Yeah. Um, it's not necessarily a traditional thing, and I am not a creative arts therapist. There is mm. a separate distinction yes. for that yeah, in yeah. New York. But um, I think what is so cool about it is that it's just different, and it's mm. different for people too. Yeah. You know, and that was something that was like a little weird for me when I started developing that because it was almost like, you know, when you tell people something and you're like, I do this? question yes. mark yeah you're like uh, and you're like I don't want to tell you because then you're you're gonna know all my stuff and you're gonna judge yeah. and it's that vulnerability you're yes. speaking to yeah. but I have since over the course of I guess like two years yeah. I'm like yep this is what I do and nine times out of ten people are like that's so cool yeah and I'm like yeah thanks it's it, it is pretty cool it's cool for me it's cool for the clients but it's just it's what's true to me it's what speaks to me mm-hmm. I I am not the type of therapist that wants to sit at, you know in an office yeah. all day yeah. I want to move around you know yeah. moving for me gets me in a creative mindset I can be a better therapist when I'm yeah. moving I can be a better therapist when I'm in natural light and fresh mm-hmm. air yeah and I think that people think clear when they're in that space yeah I think that's so awesome I think that's great that you like felt that and you listened to that and you trusted it mm-hmm. um and yeah, I would 100% say that's creative. And also the fact that like, yeah, you kind of took that leap and we're like, oh, this is something different. I don't know if it'll work yeah. out. But it's like, it is. And you're making it work. Mm-hmm. And I think it's so hard to silence. This goes back to the self-talk. Silence those kind mm-hmm. of judgmental voices. Like I was saying like there's this project, Abstract Awesome, is that like I have literally been thinking about for probably – Almost a year. I've seen it. It's amazing. Ugh. I love it. It's it's fine. Um, see, so this is that's me. I'm like, it's fine. It's no big deal. It's just the, it's just the side. Because if thing. you downplay it, exactly, then you don't have to one get excited about it, mm-hmm. two be vulnerable about mm-hmm. it, act like you care about it. Mm-hmm. Can I tell you my cop out answer that I feel like I've used Let's for always? Um, pessimists are always uh, pleasantly surprised. Um, my Bleh. face is like, <laughs> come because on. I know. How shitty is that? Because it's like, it's not. And first of all, that's not who you are. Yeah. Like, what a lie you've told to yourself. Sorry. No, Sorry, that is I'm calling you out. No, thank you. That's it. Oh, that is very interesting because that is interesting. I do feel like I am such a better champion of other people than I am <laughs> a champion of myself because it's, and that's something that. I'm working on and I I think I really like I don't know at least the past week I felt a little bit better about because I'm give yourself more credit it has been longer than a week well in terms of like starting that creative project yeah I was like you know what I'm just gonna do this Mm -hmm. like who cares if it's like if I only do like three posts or three something like just do it and it's been so like motivating and like oh, I love really that. exciting and I'm like I'm excited to work on it and I like how you said exciting question mark maybe no it's just like yeah it's been really motivating and making me feel look better in a lot of other areas in my life in yeah. terms of like you know what things that are going 
things are gonna work out and everything's exactly. gonna be fine i think creativity has a way of doing that it's it's kind of uh opening a lightness to our lives yeah. right where you don't take yourself so seriously yeah and yes it can creep in it can be yeah. like is this really good you know i had that thought when i looked at this painting and i'm like "Ooh, are they gonna like it and then i'm like you know what screw it yeah I don't care I felt good doing it and it came from a good place in my heart and if they throw it Mm -hmm. to the back of their closet it's cool so that's a this is a little unrelated but it reminds me of something that I feel like I'm trying to work on is like it's the thought that counts rather than like I I mean like I I don't know I I recently, like, my birthday happened, and I was like, I don't really, like, yeah, I have, like, a few things that I would like, but it's, like, I don't really need anything. And, like, I feel like especially um, with Mike, I feel like I am much more appreciative of experiences. Oh, me too. Rather than gifts. And, like, something thoughtful. Yes. Oh, me so much. It really, really does. Um... And that, I think, if you – the thought that counts for yourself. Yeah. Can you imagine what – how amazing your creative expression would be if you're like, oh, well, I can do this for someone else mm-hmm. because it's a thought that counts. But you could apply that to your own kind of self-talk and your oh, own man, yeah. rationalization of your work. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so hard because it's like, oh, it's the thought that counts. Like, oh, that's a – that's a cop out for someone who just didn't give a good present or something you know like oh that's true but it yeah but no Mm. but it's like if someone really puts in i mean there's a difference between like someone really putting effort into a it's like i got you this bottle of wine (laughs) that was on sale yeah (laughs) um but it's like it's really Trusting and valuing experiences more yeah. than the physical outcome. And I think that is very much what we're talking about yeah. in terms of, like, I value and enjoy the experience of, like, creating videos and mm-hmm. having people watch it um, yes. and making people laugh and, like, hopefully providing some sort of relatable content. Mm-hmm. And same with, like, the design project I'm working like, I hope. I hope people like it. So it's like I do know that I'm still kind of searching for a little bit of validation. Yeah. But I'm working on just doing it doing it because I want to do it. I know. And, and like I, being okay with that. Yes. Absolutely. Like, I think I do that too with my writing, um, with blog stuff. If I'm like, I really just want to get this out. I want to yeah. share it. Um, I don't necessarily need people to be like, this is the best thing ever mm-hmm. written. And I have kind of, I've trained myself to detach a little bit from yes. that. Yeah. And still go through like the oh shit moments when yeah. I'm like about to send something or even thinking about like, yeah. I yeah. want to submit to bigger publications. Um, yeah. But I, I, I love the boiled down um, meaning behind this, which yeah. is, do what you feel Do good about. Do what feels good, yeah. Like, I, I, one of the, you know, last kind of thoughts that I want to share is we kind of started Awesome Amazing Living when we were talking about how great it would feel if we did more of what was great yeah. and what felt good and that maybe scared us yeah. but put something worthy yes. back into our lives. Yes. Rather and, than, like, focusing on external sources yeah. and, like, Instagram or, like, focusing on the kind of those validation things. Like, really mm-hmm. just, like, finding finding, finding the, the awe, awe in everything. everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, Jinx. it's so 
I feel like it sounds so cheesy, but it is really like that. Beauty is ever like beauty is it everywhere, is. and like you really can see it, and you can also like creativity is everywhere. I like know. you, it doesn't have to. You don't have to go paint the Sistine Chapel. No, but it's like just do something, do something that you enjoy. And I remember yep. I listened to a podcast that I can't remember the name of. Um, that was talking about kind of it was about a little about setting boundaries mm. and after I listened to it it was like setting kind of non-negotiables like mm. okay I will not check my email before nine or whatever okay. because I'm going to meditate mm. or something kind of like setting those yeah making commitments to yourself okay. and so like I kind of made a list of things that I was like wanted to do on a daily basis and one mm. thing was kind of doing a creative self-time I like that and something also like my friend just gave me um a mindfulness coloring book which I which I have been very like I can't do that I'm a graphic designer I would want to I would want to like be able to kind of lay it all out and change the colors that's so funny I know and so I've actually given it a try and it's great good for you it's so I mean like I am still very aware of like oh I want these colors to go with each other oh yeah like I want it to look nice but it really is it's a fun exercise it is and especially it's kind of one of those it was kind of like gift I mean it was a gift from a friend but it's kind of gift from the universe being like oh you're still struggling with this yeah I'm going since you're not going to buy it yourself Mm -hmm. someone will gift it to you and then you'll utilize it and I think that like that is something also that I'm like, yeah, this is just something I'm doing for me. It mm-hmm. doesn't have to be something you make perfect. a job out of. Exactly. Yeah, something that like, you're going to make into a career path, something that you have to have be perfect. I know. Oh, so get out there. Yeah. Do something that feels good. Yeah, it doesn't have to be creative. It's just like Yeah, exactly. That's that's the the new definition of creativity. Something that feels good to you, right? For yourself, not for others. Yeah, purely for yourself. Yeah. With no judgment, no expectations, no yeah. uh, you know, attachments yeah. to the outcome. Just do it. Go I do also, something. I also think that everyone everyone listening has that one thing that you've been like, "Oh, you know, it would be awesome." Yes. Like, I I should do this. Yes. Mm-hmm. Something that I will say that I've been meaning to do for literally probably four years. I've been wanting to take a pottery class forever. <gasps> Mike gifted me. He was like, I, I'm going to, like, treat you to a pottery class. I'm like, oh, my God, thanks. Um, And I haven't taken him up on it. So it's like everyone. And then, like, same thing with last year. I mentioned, I was like, oh, you know, it would be awesome. I mentioned randomly in a conversation, like, I would love to take a trapeze lesson. So, and that was my, he got me, that was his Christmas present Mm -hmm. to me. I know. And it was so awesome. So it's like, I think there are things in everyone's life where it's like, oh my God, you know what I'd love to do? Like, I would love to go try this crazy activity Mm -hmm. or like, I would love to, I don't know, paint like floorboards, (laughs) (laughs) whatever, anything you want. Like, I think everyone has that thing of like, oh man, you know what would be great? It's like. Do that thing. Yeah, make that time yes. and do it. And it doesn't have to be on a consistent basis. Like that, oh, because you did this thing one time, you have yeah. to continue to do it. No. It's just making the space for the things that you want to mm-hmm. do that are fun, yeah. that aren't like work related, yeah. you know? And it's so important. And I bet after you do it, after you do it, like you're going to you're feel gonna amazing. You're going to feel great. You're going to feel amazing. Then you're going to be like, oh man, I should do this all the time. Yep. 
And it's like creating those really awesome habits that are just for you. That's a part of self-care. I agree. I totally agree. So what is one thing that you're going to commit to doing? Ooh, this week? Yeah. Well, that's something that, yeah, is creative and fun and playful and different and for yourself. So my cop out answer is continuing oh. to work on continuing yeah. to work on those the oh, abstract okay. asana. That is big. I think that's really big for you to go out and do it. I know you're considering whether that's actually going to happen. Also making I can a see video it in your this face. Week. Okay. Because that's something I know this is valid related validation, but like people seem to like the video I put out last year last week and I have an idea for another video that I'm like, yeah, I'd like to, I'd like to do that. I think you should. Yeah, me too. I like that. What are you going to do? I'm going to. It's something I've been putting off for a while um, because it's it's a really big scary thing. Yeah. So I, I've wanted to write or submit something to Mind Body Green. Oh my god! Because uh, I love them and yeah. I like so connect with almost everything they put out, mm-hmm. unless it's this very weird like super hippie thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to sit my ass down yeah. and like really write something without this self-judgment and without Mm. this like idea that it's so bigger than big and it's massive and if it doesn't happen then it's gonna be so sad so I want to just fucking do it and I also think I would even say maybe start writing for yourself and Mm. then I bet out of that will come a piece that you would want to submit I like that because it's like once you take once you take that pressure off, mm-hmm. once you once I take the pressure off of like, oh, someone gave me this coloring book, I guess I have I to use it. It's yeah. like it's so much easier. It That's is. a good point. So it's like even if you have to kind of trick yourself into it, trickery is cool. Yeah. I like mind trickery, but like yeah, we'll do that. I'm holding you accountable. You can hold me accountable. Okay. You guys, we're gonna hold you accountable too. Whoever yeah. is listening, um, go out there and do something. Something you love, something you're interested in, something you've thought about more than twice. Mm, I like that. I like those parameters. I bet everyone has one. Everyone has that thing they walk by and are like, oh, God, that'd be so fun. Yeah. But they're like, no, I don't have the time and the money. Ew, why? Like, well, I'm not worth it. It's like, you're fucking worth it. You are. Do it. Go do it. Oh, Have fun doing it. Love what you do. Have an awesome week, guys. Yeah. Thanks for listening. See ya.